Realtors Realcast. I'm your host, Maura Neal. I've been excited about this episode for a couple of weeks now. Our special guests today are two people very important to real estate here in Georgia, our real estate commissioner, Lynn Dempsey, and chairman of the Georgia Real Estate Commission, Paul Brower. I consider us very lucky here in Georgia that these two gentlemen, as well as others who sit on the Real Estate Commission, are not only visible and active within our real estate community, with our state association and our other local boards and associations, but also that they are extremely interactive, seeking input and comment from realtor members and licensees alike on a variety of topics. While the main purpose of the Real Estate Commission is to serve and protect the public interest, their work with our realtor members and our associations ensures that they are also working, like realtors, to raise the bar of professionalism and to raise the professional reputation of real estate agents in the state of Georgia. Those two purposes go hand in hand. In fact, I'd say that, at least in my humble opinion, our purposes should be one, to always protect the consumer and keep their best interests at heart. Today, Chairman Brower and Commissioner Dempsey are joining me to talk about a topic that has been much discussed over the last 18 to 24 months here in Georgia, the topic of real estate teams. We'll be talking about the GREC proposed regulation of teams and the forthcoming, though currently tabled, new ruling on teams from the commission. I was lucky enough to have been in on several of these preliminary conversations over the past year, first at the Georgia Realtors Conference last February 2019, and then again in March 2020 at the Real Estate Commission. We're going to briefly discuss the proposed rules for teams, the process that has been embarked upon so far, and what the next steps are from the Commission. We're also going to get an update from Commissioner Dempsey on how the Real Estate Commission has fared during our state's shelter-in-place how staff were able to keep working and keep the real estate licensing for the state moving during this time, and how it is to be getting back to work this week. This was a very timely conversation, and I know they will both be back to chat again once the team ruling is back on the table and finalized. So I hope you enjoy it. I am so thrilled and honored to have these two gentlemen with us today. I want to introduce our listeners to Lynn Dempsey, who is our real estate commissioner at the Georgia Real Estate Commission and has been since March 1st, 2017. And also our chair of the Real Estate Commission, Paul Brower. You've been chair for four years, but it's your 10th year on the commission. And thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your busy schedules to chat with us today. Well, thank you. For Great to be here. I'd like to say that we really appreciate all that GAR does to help us on the commission communicate with realtors and licensees in the state. Since probably a little over half of all of the licensees in Georgia are members of GAR, it's a, it's a valuable communication tool for us. And, and, and we make use of that and, and it's very much appreciated. And also through the magazine with the work that Brandy Miner does, on, on the excellent magazine. Uh, it's a very productive tool for us to use when we have something to communicate with licensees. And that's a great segue. Thank you, Paul. It's almost like you knew that I wanted to mention this at some point. I want to clarify for our listeners because I feel like 
there is always a little bit of confusion about, even within our state, about the difference between a licensee and a realtor and, and which body serves which classification. So I just want to make sure that everyone who's listening knows that the Georgia Real Estate Commission is the licensing body. And whether you are a real estate licensee or you are a realtor member, you were licensed through the Real Estate Commission. And I think it's also important to mention there's no such thing as a licensed realtor. Your real estate licensee or you are a member of a realtor association, so you're a realtor member, but the Real Estate Commission is really there for all of us. Isn't that correct? Exactly. And I, I want to echo Paul's comments about uh, the realtors. I, uh, as soon as I was blessed to, to have this position, I wanted to be sure to get around the state. And I had just sort of forgotten how big a state Georgia is. But I, I have had an opportunity to get to just about every realtor board, meet with them, uh, made some great friends, contacts, and acquaintances there. And uh, that has been very significant in understanding, beginning to understand how important real estate and the real estate uh, industry is to our economy as a state. Good work here. I really appreciate this, uh, Mara. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lynn. And I want to start the conversation before we jump to our main topic, which is, of course, talking about the team concept and regulation of teams and, and the work that the Georgia Real Estate Commission, the ongoing work that you have for that. Lynn, I wanted you to just give us a little bit of an overview because obviously uh, as part of the shelter in place order that the governor sent down, we had to close down state and, and city offices and yours, of course, the Real Estate Commission office was one of those. But I know from our little chat earlier today that you were very quick and nimble and able to do so while maintaining service to real estate licensees and, and to the public. Talk a little bit about that for us because I know some other state agencies have had some struggles, but the Real Estate Commission seemed to be, to be pretty nimble and, and ready to, to adjust and pivot at a moment's notice. Well, we have some wonderful, wonderful uh, team members that were able to convert from mainly communication by the phone, as far as our information specialists go, to our laptops. And that is because of some very timely work with our uh, software that has happened in the last year here at the commission. Unfortunately, we, like most agencies, uh, were asked to shelter in place. So we were not able to be here at our building, which is not located in a state building. We're located in a uh, privately owned building and it's really not accessible to the public. The 10th floor where we're located is, uh, isn't. So we had to be nimble, like you're saying. And the way we were able to do that is through our laptops and the technology that's available now, we could not solve everything, but we have been able to, to communicate with just about all of our licensees and meet their needs, get them reinstated. Uh, they had a problem with the reinstatement process work that out. If there's a background problem or if you're talking about an investigation, that's a little different bit of a matter. But the routine sort of things we've been able to handle. And uh, I know it's still frustrating for many people when you're licensed, something's happened and something can't be found. And, you know, there's a lot on the line here. Uh, 
it's a good lesson here. Don't wait until the last day or even the last week to renew your license. Exactly. That's a good, good lesson. We never know. I left here on March the 18th and I did not come back until May the 1st. And I never dreamed I'd be gone over the, over a long weekend. So I, I think that just illustrates how important it, it is to be prepared and, uh, just thanks to some very good IT people here at the commission, we were able to put all that together. It's worked out well. There will be a few folks that will tell you that they're frustrated with the real estate commission. I understand that and I, I hate that, but for the, for the most part, I think we were able to, to handle that. And I, I did want to add one thing, Mara, our newsletter with the real estate commission. And I want to just, if I could, www.grec, for Georgia Real Estate Commission, state, ga, us. We have some wonderful newsletters that keep uh, people involved. If you're not a realtor and not apprised of what's going on through the realtor organization, then you do have our newsletter and that website to find out a lot of information. Please read it. We have a lot of Zoom kinds of like we're meeting now happening with continuing education. It's tremendous technology there. And uh, it's a good source of information for you. And we do have in our latest one, an article about teams. So that'll be helpful. We are going to put that link as well as several others in the show notes. So if you're listening and you missed that website that Lynn just gave, it's going to be in our show notes and those are at garealcast.com. And there will be several helpful links. And the Georgia Real Estate Commission just, you just launched a new website. Somehow in the midst of a global right. pandemic, you've <laughs> launched a website, which is, I will say, um, as someone who regularly visits your site, it is beautiful and so much more user-friendly. Paul, yeah. can you, would you talk a little bit about, as, as the chair of the commission and uh, dealing with the shelter in place, how did you and the other members of uh, the board, how did you do with, were you meeting via technology or were you still having active discussions? How did this all go for you? Yes, we have been having ongoing discussions. Uh, quite a bit of it, of course, is done the way we're doing this. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I am in the midst of attending the Association of Real Estate License Law officials meeting that began last Wednesday and concludes this afternoon. Georgia was supposed to be the host, and we were supposed to be enjoying Savannah, but of course, oh. the pandemic took care of that. But we've had those meetings. Uh, we stay in touch with the commission frequently. Uh, I have to give a, a, a lot of credit to Craig Coffey. Uh, uh, Craig is the deputy commissioner, and as a lot of folks know, Craig answers his own phone. And mm -hmm. Craig is the go-to guy for a lot of answers to questions that people have. And we've, uh, I, I get contacts and I know the other members do too from individuals who don't know how the process works. And I think that we have done a pretty good job as a commission, thanks to the staff, of being able to respond to those requests that we have. Uh, you mentioned the website, it is uh, well done, brand new, fresh. And let me just say this, there are a couple of other resources on the website that uh, we like to promote. One is the RE database is, uh, uh, 13 chapters on 59 topics that relate to real estate transactions and real estate law and regulation. And that's a resource that's available to everyone along with the newsletter that Lynn mentioned uh, that is also available on the website. And then 
any action that's taken is posted on the website on the on the the, uh, the home page so that uh, licensees can keep current with what's going on there. It really is a great resource, and I will say it again. It's beautifully done in in its new. Uh, new and improved condition, and I thank you so much for having the foresight, actually, to work on that website redesign to make it more user-friendly for consumers and for us as licensees, but also, goodness gracious, you had it done, and you had all this newer technology in place somehow, miraculously, before we uh, started to see the effects of the shelter in place here, so you were light years ahead of some of the other state agencies. I know some are really suffering from old software and, and things like that. I think we have to give a lot of credit to Craig and staff for that. We have pretty well been able to revise and update the software that uh, is used for license tracking and renewal and so forth, as well as communication within the budget constraints that we've had to learn. I won't say budget constraints, well-managed budgets that were able to accomplish that. And, and Craig and, and uh, the staff get credit for that. There are a couple of things on the website that, that are still in our work in progress. One of them is license history, uh, which is being worked on. We're aware that it's not there, but uh, that's being worked on. And then also this creates the opportunity and the ability to communicate with segments of our licensed population, brokers, for example very, very important uh, breakout and ability to communicate with brokers. So we will be making more and more use of that in the future. Uh, as we talk about some of the things later today, uh, you'll see how we plan to employ that. Fantastic. Well, I did want to uh, move into the main reason that we're uh, meeting today, teams in real estate. I thought that perhaps as we get into this conversation about the team concept and some of the things that the Georgia Real Estate Commission is working on in an ongoing fashion. Maybe one of you could give us a little bit of a historical perspective. I know when my dad was a realtor in the 80s, of course, there wasn't even buyer agency. We, it was, you know, <laughs> a listing agent and, and MLS books and sub agency was a big deal, which I think, you know, seeing that go away is a huge, huge service to consumers. But talk a little bit about the historical perspective and the rise of this concept of the team. Mara, what I'd like to do is defer to Paul. He has, he has really been our lecturer in place and spoken to many at our state meetings. Uh, this goes back all the way to uh, uh, the January meeting in 18, up, or 19 up in Asheville uh, at the state meeting. And uh, so I would like to turn this over to Paul to kind of uh, give this, give you the real flavor of how this came to be, Paul. I hope that's okay with you. That would be great. Thanks, Lynn. The, what to do about teams has been a topic that has been discussed widely with all of the jurisdictions, all of the regulatory bodies around the country for uh, several years. We've been looking at it fairly intensely ourselves for at least the last 18 months. And currently, 33 of the state jurisdictions have a rule or a law that deals with, deals with teams. In, in the practice of real estate, teams have become very popular. And certainly, regulators, broadly and generally, and the Georgia Commission specifically, we don't have a problem with teams. 
uh, at all. As a matter of fact, it's a very effective marketing and management tool for listing and sale of real estate. Um, the regulator's concern generally, and ours specifically, is that the public doesn't understand how it, the team fits into the real estate transaction process. Mm -hmm. uh, what the public doesn't know is that the team is not the brokerage. And we draw that line uh, very clearly, but uh, the public doesn't understand that. And from the regulator's viewpoint, it's very important that the public can identify the brokerage firm they are dealing with, as well as the individual agent and the team that the agent is a part of. Um, it's interesting that, that what we say internally is the public doesn't know what they don't know. Right. And that is they don't know the difference between team and broker. Mm -hmm. um, what we have done, is, I mentioned uh, Arello earlier. Arello is an organization, international actually, uh, of the, the professional staff like Lynn and Craig and the appointees like myself uh, who deal with all of the regulatory issues. And we discuss these at meetings that are held three, three times a year, but we have incredible, incredible resources available from them on each state's activity. Uh, the debate on teams, or the discussion, I should say, on teams, has, has gone for, for many years. Uh, and 33 states have done something, law or regulation, to uh, deal with teams. Uh, considerable, from, from our standpoint, considerable input was solicited, was solicited from Georgia licensees uh, before we drafted that proposed rule that we discussed uh, at our December meeting. And we adopted at that meeting. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Lynn referred to it, uh, Vice Chair Cindy Rampley organized a statewide group of principal brokers at the uh, GAR meeting in Asheville. And we just had a discussion session there about what are the concerns, what are the needs, uh, what do we not need to do, and so forth. And it was very helpful. We also rely on our uh, Education Advisory Committee, which you are very familiar with. And they have given us uh, hours of input and their thoughts, particularly from a, an education standpoint. And then we've also uh, had how team rules might fit in to the state law uh, from our commission uh, state attorney. An attorney, a senior assistant attorney general is assigned to the commission and has worked with the commission for many years and thoroughly understands our business which we're most fortunate to have. Well, these discussions resulted in the proposed rule that was adopted at our December 11th meeting. And at that meeting, we also uh, announced that we are going to take comments from any interested person through the end of February. And we got about 85 written comments and numerous verbal comments through the GAR meetings and through the meetings that Lynn had around the state and through some that I've had. Uh, we also had a formal public hearing on March 11th. Mm -hmm. We had about 20 there who uh, made comments. And, and again, thank you. You were one who was there and we appreciate that. Yes. After uh, we discussed that at that meeting, uh, we came to the conclusion that there were a lot of areas of question that we needed to deal with. And our decision was to table it not knowing the pandemic was coming, but people <laughs> anticipated perhaps being able to uh, 
uh, revise it and go through the process again, uh, public hearing and so forth, uh, as a result of our meeting this month. Uh, obviously, we didn't have, no, not, maybe not be honest, but we did not have an April meeting. Right. And what we are looking at now is in view of the fact that there probably would be costs associated with complying with any rule, we have decided that we are going to postpone any action on a team rule until the market is stabilized, until we can clearly see that the economy is back on track. Um, that doesn't mean that we've abandoned the concept, but what it means is uh, we are not going to implement the rule that was adopted in December. Uh, the, the chief areas of concern in that rule were the 12 names or words that could not be used in names, and then the costs that were associated with those teams that may have had to change their name or add a word to it, whatever. Uh, and, and reprint material. That's not effective. It's not in place. Uh, it's not a requirement at this point. Uh, we will continue to monitor that situation. And certainly uh, when business returns to normal, whatever normal is, uh, we will we are likely to revisit it. There are other activities that we may undertake that don't involve a rule change, but may involve uh, more clarification will involve more clarification of what the advertising rules are as they apply to teams. And uh, again, this is where GAR, the magazine, and the ability to communicate come into play. Uh, I think that we can make good use of our statewide connection through GAR to make everyone aware, brokers as well as team members aware, of what the, the current existing advertising rules specifically require uh, for teams. So that's where we're going to concentrate our activity for uh, at least the next six months and who knows how long it's going to take to recover from, from the downturn in the pandemic. But, uh, sure. Line up, the bottom line is nothing new right now. Right. So I want to go back to the, uh, the meeting from last spring, so January or February 2019 at, in Asheville that Lynn mentioned, which was at the Georgia Realtors Conference. I had the tremendous privilege of being invited to sit in on that meeting. I think actually, Lynn, it might be the first time that I that I met and spoke with you. Yes, after, that's right, as a matter of after, fact. After that meeting, but it was very interesting to me because I, technically, I have a team. It's just mm. myself and my husband, and we have an assistant who helps with transactional type paperwork. She's actually in the process of getting licensed, but really just so that she's allowed to say things that an unlicensed agent isn't allowed to say or to visit a home to drop off flyers and things. But it was very interesting to me to sit in a room as well as at the March 11th meeting this year that, that we've talked about and hear from people who have huge team and to see that some of the concerns that I have as just someone who has a, basically has a business partner are very similar to people who have very, very, very large teams. And that biggest concern that Paul mentioned was the rebranding aspect and the possible cost associated with that. So it's nice to hear, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to appreciate hearing what I got to hear in person on March 11th, which is that while some action will be taken at some point and it might involve a cost to to us as the realtor or the real estate licensee, 
you all were very much aware of and taking in and hearing those comments. And I think that's important to, to point out to anyone who's listening who might not be familiar with your process is that the Real Estate Commission is listening and wants those comments, wants that guidance, wants the input because it's not a dictatorship. You're not just looking to put your stamp on it and move on. You actually want to hear the different sides of the issue as you work through the process of making decisions and, and regulations. Um, how, has that, how has the feedback been? You, I know you said 85 comments that were written approximately. I know there were about 20 people at that meeting. Is that, is that normal or was that a large uh, turnout for something as popular of a discussion as teams? This was about what we expected, Maura. We, we, uh, this is a large presence in the metro Atlanta area, particularly more of the larger markets are uh, interested in teams. But as Paul said, this is a powerful uh, organizing and marketing tool. We first began to realize, though, that brokers particularly were at a disadvantage when a team became so powerful in an agency that it began writing its own rules. You know, this is supposed to be a part of a policy, a, a company policy. There could be some real problems for a broker if a team is meeting outside of the agency's building and is not properly identified as who they are and who they're representing and who the broker is. And, you know, that as Paul said, the advertising is not up to the law. So these are the sorts of things that we want to be sure as the commission that the industry understands is important to us, that the consumer knows who they're dealing with and it's up to the agent and or the broker to communicate that to the consumer, buyer or seller. So I think we have, we're making some real points along those lines. People are paying attention. They want to be within working within the rules and regulations, but you know, give us, give us some firm, firm definitions. That's what we want. And we want our broker to know. And we, we always encourage go to your broker. The brokers are such a resource for you and they know, or they're supposed to know one other thing is education in this process. Is education going to be a part of the team leader's responsibility and how much of an education and how, what does that look like? Part of what we're talking about when we say we're tabling this is there's, there's still quite a few considerations and part of those that tabling came about as a result of these very constructive questions and criticisms. Sure. And I think it's important to point out, and this was made very clear in the March 11th meeting, and I was glad that this was said as part of the introduction, I believe you actually said it, Lynn, which is that the purpose of the Real Estate Commission is to protect the consumer. Right. And what I, what I would add to that, if I, 
if I was asked for my comments. I would say the purpose of the Real Estate Commission is number one, to protect the consumer, but number two, it should be to raise the bar and the reputation of professionalism of the licensees in the state, which is what the discussion circled around, uh, specifically regarding teams, but I'm sure all of your discussions do. But at the end of the day, the purpose of the Real Estate Commission should be the purpose of the real estate agent or the realtor as well, which is protecting the consumer in the transaction. But your mention of the broker is very, is very interesting to me because I think that in certain circumstances, depending on the team, it may take a very strong broker and occasionally that broker may not have the education piece. Has education of the broker come into play in the discussions as well. Maybe, I, I know you mentioned team leader, but for me, I think almost more importantly is how educated is that broker with dealing with a large team and how strong are their management skills? Has that conversation been had as well? Absolutely, that's, that's a very uh, important part of what we didn't talk about in the meeting on March 11, but what we have talked about. There, there is a need for the commission to work with the education advisory committee and to add broker responsibilities uh, with respect to teams to the uh, education plan. And we had considered um, both something, a, a breakout or a section for brokers, but also for team leaders uh, who have to understand what their role and what their limitations are within the brokerage. Uh, again, we're, we're not in a position of dictating, but rather uh, providing clarifying information. And uh, you touched on the purpose of the commission. It is to protect the public interest. And it's also to create a, a fair playing field, which is a term that, that any of us. Um, one of the reasons for advertising rules is to promote clarity of advertising and to, to limit the ability uh, of anyone to well, not to limit, but to restrict them from um, misleading the public. And I won't say that team advertising or team uh, performance misleads at all, because we don't, we're not opposed to teams. Uh, teams provide a very vital function in many, many situations. But what we are concerned about and what we hear about uh, as, uh, on the commission from other licensees, this team's doing something that very obviously is a violation of the existing advertising rules. And in that regard, we've discussed preparing periodic announcements or, or periodic, um, man, I can't think of the right term, or, uh, letters to, to brokers and so forth, that would educate and, and remind them of their role, their responsibility and their function uh, with respect to teams, as well as providing uh, parallel information to team leaders. Uh, we do not propose to regulate to license, to list, uh, team leadership, uh, team members or anything like that. That we have learned from our friends in Arello, that doesn't work. Uh, interesting discussion with the uh, Texas Commission, which is, as you can imagine, monstrous. Yes. Geographically dispersed over uh, a wide area. They looked at, at registering teams and very, very quickly found out that doesn't work. It, it, that they spend all our time doing that and not anything else. We're not doing that. But uh, by being able to, to share information through the Education Advisory Committee, through continuing education, and then through the, the meetings that, that we as commissioners attend, 
I think we can make it clear that the broker has a responsibility and we also have their back if it's a problem that they need for us to address, uh, certainly we can do it. That's fantastic. I think that it's important to note that the broker's responsibility has exponentially exploded in the age of the internet and social media. Right. So, you know, again, to, to talk about my first experiences with real estate in the 1980s, when, you know, I remember brokers physically signing off on advertising, you know, signing the bottom of a newspaper ad, signing the bottom of a real estate flyer. And nowadays with social media and, you know, just the number, the sheer volume of websites where your listing or your advertising can be syndicated or sent out. The broker's responsibility is, is an overwhelming one. But then when you throw in a concept of advertising and managing um, with teams, I can only imagine. There are so many reasons I don't want to be a broker, and this is a huge one. I am so glad to hear that you are discussing the education piece, because as, as a former teacher and as a real estate educator, that makes me very happy. I feel that that's usually the best and most efficient way to disseminate that information because we all know newsletters are great and hopefully people read them, I read them, but RDR, right? Realtors don't read, that's our, um, that's our, unfortunate, <laughs> our unfortunate acronym. Uh, but hopefully some people will go to the show notes today and, and sign up for and read, digest that information. But I'm very happy to hear, and I'm sure a lot of others will be too, that the Education Advisory Committee is very much involved, that you're discussing education and CE as options, because I think that the better educated we are, the higher our level of professionalism goes. I know you mentioned this briefly, but the next steps being, this is tabled, obviously, for now, and, and very kindly and, and very, in a very timely fashion, You've said that this will remain tabled while we are recovering and the market is stabilizing from shelter in place and, and this global pandemic and COVID-19 situation that we found ourselves in. But let's, let's maybe look into the future in those crystal balls that I know you have sitting there on your desks. Let's say six months from now, the market is stable. It's almost as if coronavirus had never come to Georgia. Everything's looking sunny and rosy for real estate and for the economy in our, in our lovely, great state of Georgia. What would be those next steps? How do you pick up where we've left off with uh, the revision process? And then will, be, will there be another comment period? Will there be another open meeting? What do you foresee so that anyone who's interested in having their opinions and their voices be heard might know what to, to be on the lookout for? I'll be glad to take a shot at that. And Paul, you can revise it as chairman any way you want to. But the main path forward, I think, is to get the commission back together, review where we were, and from there, get a consensus on where we were trying to get in the first place. Hopefully, I, I think a six-month period would be I, I think that's in, in the real, and it feels so good to be back. I mean, this is my second day back in the building, in the office, and we've got a, we're sort of phasing in now, and we have people rotating in, but we're getting work done that we couldn't get done otherwise. So things will be normal here in a week to 10 days, I would think. Okay, 
given that being the case, we should be able to have our May meeting. That's what I'm hoping because it's the third Wednesday instead of the second Wednesday this month. That helps a lot. We have that meeting, then we can take a shot at before the end of the year, having a revised rule out there. If we can do that, then we can bring folks back. The commission's on board, bring folks back in, have a period, a whole nother period of, of uh, comment and maybe even visitation. And we won't be that far from where we would have been shooting toward the end of maybe the second quarter of 21. Right. So that's my thinking there, Paul, what do you, I mean, you know, that's, that's just my thinking. We have talked about what do we do now folks? And yeah. uh, what, what Lynn just said has been kind of our target. Uh, but bear in mind that it is our idea that we will have a rule at some point, I'm sure. I don't know what that point is, and I'm not saying six months. We'll have a rule, but because it involves some fairly substantial changes to teams, uh, there are some other steps that have to be taken. We're, we're going to prepare a draft model team policy for brokers to include in their policy name. It's not that we're going to tell them they have to do it, but rather these are the points that we think your policy should cover. And then also we're going to work with the Education Advisory Committee on uh, educating both licensed uh, uh, agents and brokers on the requirements for teams and so forth, uh, which will take a, a period of time. So we may adopt a rule, but as we said, had we done this, we if we had made our uh, January 1, 2021 deadline, it wouldn't become effective until later in the year as far as enforcement is concerned. Mm -hmm. um, Jerry Warshaw has been a longtime member of the commission and goes back to actually the 1990s. Jerry is a big apartment developer. And Jerry said in our first discussions, bear in mind that the best regulators are those that regulate the least. And that's kind of been the philosophy of this guy. We're not trying to assume some dictatorial role with respect to teams. Rather, we're trying to make sure that we are protecting the public interest. And in that regard, we will do it in such a way that it will cause minimum disruption and minimum expense uh, for the teams, team leaders, and for the brokerages. Um, I said in our uh, meeting, the GAR meeting, I said, uh, there will be a rule, we just don't know exactly what's going to be in it. Well, there's going to be a rule, but we just don't exactly know when it's going to be now. <laughs> right, right. Proceed with these discussions. And once we arrive on, on the staff and commission level at what we think we want to do, you can be assured that there will be adequate public comment period. And uh, I'm sure that Lynn Craig and I are going to be on, on the agenda of as many meetings as we can, as we can make. Uh, in order to discuss it and get the input. The value to us when we go to any of these uh, GAR meetings or local association or board meetings is that we get input and we hear it. I mean, I'm, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm a practicing recovering agent. So I, I see it from both sides. And, and, and I think that we try to reflect that in all that we are doing. Yes. I. 100% agree with that. I am so thrilled when I visit other states and I hear what the agents and realtors 
in other states say that their real estate commissioners, and in many cases, are kind of up on this pedestal on this distant mountaintop. They don't see them often. They don't communicate or interact with them. And I think about how lucky we are here in Georgia that you are not only so visible, the, the two of you, but also many other members of the commission are so visible, but also accessible and open to not only hearing things in the format under which I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you're required to, which is that public comment period, and then possibly that open comment in-person period, but that you, you take phone calls and you take the emails that you receive and you, you know, Lynn, I've sent you several emails about different topics over the past year or year and a half and you always respond. So I think that we're very lucky in our state and I want to thank you both for all the hard work that you and the rest of the commission and your staff do because that if, if someone listening isn't aware or hasn't been as active or interactive with you, they should know that they have a reason to be very proud of our real estate commission here in Georgia. Do you have any final thoughts that you think are important about teams or about the commission in general? Again, we are going to post those links to the show notes so that people can go and read the newsletter and get all the other valuable information, as well as once this discussion about teams ramps up again in the future, they'll be aware or they'll know where to become aware about the comment period. But do you have any final thoughts for us? I'll yield to Lynn. Uh... The only comment I'd say is if anybody's got a suggestion, we're here to listen. And I mean, I, I echo that. Really appreciate your kind words, Mara. Um, I'm thankful for those that man the guns here at the at the Real Estate Commission and the and the Appraisal Board. I mean, we we've, we've got them both, and I think it's important to let you also know and the public know how important it was when this, this all started that 70% of our mainly investigative crew and background clearance crew telework anyway. So we had 70% of our people working coming in once, once a week, maybe twice a week. Anyway, that has been very helpful. So it's mainly our information specialist, that had to make the adjustment. <laughs> Here's the main thing, Mark. Don't try to get anything done in two days for the next week or two. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen the stacks and uh, the, the mail uh, did stack up on us. We were able to retrieve it before it got rerouted somewhere else. But we've got a great office, a great building, but it was shut down here in downtown Atlanta. And it is, that's a strange thing. So. I'm ready to get back to normal. We can't wait to get back out to our, our boards and our licensees and, and continue to communicate. And we are open for business full speed ahead. I hope in two weeks, someone will be in the office, not necessarily meet the public, but here in the office to, to run through those things that we can't do when we're not in the office. So, so uh, we're here and we're gonna be phasing in and uh, doing everything we can for you. Uh, well, well, great. Thank you both so very much for your time. I hope this is a much listened to episode. It's very informative. It gives us a lot of information and also resources for our licensees and our realtors in the state. Uh, and I would love to, I hope we have the opportunity to have 
one or both of you on many times in the future, but definitely once this, uh, the team rule becomes a rule that is approved and, and set into motion, I would love the opportunity to have you come back on and we'll have a chat about it and make sure everybody understands what they're supposed to be doing. Congratulations to you. Well, thank you thank so much. And have a great week and good luck getting back to work, Glenn. <laughs> thank you so much. Glad to be here. Go Bye -bye sell now. something. <laughs> <laughs>